Okay. So on today's edition of Her Third Eye, we are going to be talking all things sexual liberation, all things twerkation, all things freedom. Yes, girl. And so I have my free, my most liberated, my most sexually woke company. We in this Ms. bitch. Ornella. We in this bitch. Hi, Nisia. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> So, Ornella, how do you feel in this era of twerkation, in this era of sexual liberation, in this era of just third-wave feminism? Well, first of all, I feel like I was made to shake my booty. And what a time to be alive. Oh, because <laughs> what a time to be alive because now twerking is like a thing. And that is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about our times and we're going to be talking about what sexual liberation looks like for our generation. Luckily, Ordinella and I have the privilege of feeling to some degree. We, Yeah, we feel sexually liberated just for the fact that we get to be out here twerking and wilding and doing the most. And just enjoying freedom that a lot of women didn't have the right to. I think that's why we owe so much of our independence when it comes to our sexuality to the sexual revolution. And that's also probably why we were surprised to find that there are feminists with valid reasons. And by valid, I mean reasons that make sense to us. They're feminists with valid reasons to challenge um, how progressive we think the sexual revolution was. Because we do like to think that we are way more sexually liberated than women were before the sexual revolution. But there are feminists out there who believe, who would say that we are living under an illusion of sexual freedom rather than and even if you don't agree with their ideology i think i need to do a lot more research before i come to a conclusion um but even if you don't agree with their ideology for so many reasons ordinella and i think that it's important for women in our generation to at least think about why it is that There are women out there who feel like we're not as sexually liberated as we like to think that we are. Okay, so if I understood this correctly, the whole debate and the reason why there are feminists out there who believe that we're living under an illusion of sexual freedom comes down to the idea that the same oppression and male entitlement over the female sexuality and the female body that was present before the sexual revolution as censorship basically just transformed into the hypersexualization of the female sexuality. And that that happens over the process of sexual revolution. 
And the reason that why we think that sexual revolution was successful in achieving um, a high degree of sexual freedom is actually because of its success in achieving the destigmatization of sex. So basically, they believe that it was the destigmatization that allowed us to be out here doing the most in our booty shorts. And really, we never achieved sexual freedom by definition of feminism, because all that happened was that the oppression and male entitlement over the female sexuality turned from censorship to hypersexualization. So in talking about all that, we're in a position where we have to question in our own lives and um, in our own context how sexually liberated we are. And a great example that we found to do that was a particular character in the series Euphoria, which we super recommend all of you to watch. Yes, indeed. And Onella is going to tell you all about this character and why her sexual life is so relevant to this conversation. So Euphoria is basically a series that speaks, that touches on teenagers' lives uh, who are living and going through some fucked up shit in their own way, like each one of them. And it touches on sex. It touches on sexual orientations, on love, drugs, families, uh, violence, school, like a lot of things. And the character we're going to speak about first is called, is named Kat. So Kat is the um, representation of like the fat girl. Um... Uh, Kat is a girl who has no confidence whatsoever, and she's basically besties with like the baddest, bitch- the baddest bitches in the school, basically Maddie and Cassie and other girls. And yes, as I said, she lacks confidence, and she's like uh, always thinking about like her sexual life because of her friends, because since they're the prettiest ones, like they all have boyfriends, and they speak a lot about their sexual lives too. Uh, so one day, Kat went to a party, and um, the other day, I feel like she said, she told one of her friends that she wasn't a virgin anymore. So she basically went to the party, got a little high, and etc., and just wanted to have sex with a guy to be able that she did it. Um, but as you can imagine, it wasn't really... Um, pleasant intercourse like it wasn't brave but like she took no pleasure like whatsoever what she did and the guy actually filmed her and posted that shit on Pornhub and everybody at school was like speaking about it and she said no it's not me and blah 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 and then we see a change in like a cat's personality and on her character she goes from being the shy girl that didn't have sex that was a virgin and that had no confidence to the girl who's now the bad bitch, who knows that she's that bitch, and who feels like she can fuck whoever she wants just because she has the attitude and she's like uh, super blunt with what she wants. And yeah, we're gonna speak about her first. So, Nisia, like, how do you feel about Kat and her change 
in regards to like sex in the series? First, I want to say that this was Kat's way of reclaiming her sexuality. And something that we missed out on is after being slut-shamed by the whole school and her video being leaked and all of that, she decided that she was actually going to get money from it and become a webcam porn star in Pornhub. So seeing as this is someone who is not really taking um, any pleasure in any of the guys that she's sleeping with ever since she became a quote unquote hoe, how sexually <laughs> liberated is she? Because in her eyes, this is her idea. This is her way of reclaiming her sexuality and being like Onella, you said, that's what makes her the bad bitch. Onella thinks that she is not sexually liberated at all because she's having all the sex and she's thinking she's sexually liberated. But if you're not enjoying it and you think that doing it just because you can makes you sexually liberated, then you're getting it twisted. Cause at the end of the day, these guys are getting their nut in and you're not, you're, you're not really, you're not actually getting shit out of it. I agree that that comes down to the whole idea of misinterpretation of what sexual liberation means, but something that is very important about her character and why I think the screenwriters made this on purpose is to highlight the fact that the only sex that she enjoys is the sex that she has um, with her clients and specifically dominatrix sex. Like that's the only sex she has with her clients when she's in a position of power. So I feel like the point of that was to show women that the only way that you can really reclaim your sexuality is for you to associate pleasure and so instead of just something physical, to associate pleasure with your independence and your power. And actually what that makes me think about is all the times, like there just have been way too many times where women describe sex as something that they do just to like get it over with. You know, like a lot of women find themselves in position where they feel like they've come too far with a guy and now they can't say no, even though they don't want to have sex. They feel like they signed up for it. And at that point, it's like it doesn't really matter if she came or not, because if your freedom is compromised, then that can't be pleasure. She's the only thought in the series that has an awareness um, of how limited or repressed her sexuality is 24-7, even when she's a thought. I feel like I feel like we can say that Kat is one of the characters. No, I feel like now that you just said that, I feel like Kat is really the only character who is having sex when like she really wants to. Because if we compare it to what to the type of sex Cassie and Maddie are having, we need to we need to explain because not everyone's seen it. Oh, okay then. So, um, for example, Maddie. And she's actually in a relationship with a toxic ass niggas, stupid ass, skibo headed. <laughs> yeah, that I'm is a whole other conversation. I'm holding a meme now, but yeah. Um, so yeah, she's in a relate in toxic, a really toxic relationship <laughs> with a guy named Nate. And um, when Maddie has sex with her, 
boyfriend Nate. Like she basically is having it because she enjoys it, but also because she knows that by making him feel like he's the shit while he's fucking her, she's gonna get what she wants from him. Mm-hmm. But you still can you you still see in their encounters that it's like it's not focused on her pleasure. It's like focused on him getting his I'm nuts. Him. Yeah. And I feel like it's the same thing for another character named Cassie. Coming back to like what I was saying about Cat, I feel like you're right in that sense because you see in all the encounters that Cat has, it's like she's the one who's telling who's selling the guy, well, okay, I wanna have sex. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. There's there's always an element of power. Like the way that the that the series depicts her, it's always the way that the guys approach her, it's always them begging for it to be honest yeah exactly so it's like she it feeds her ego it feeds cats it ego feeds something for her to, yeah. to know that these niggas are acting dumb just because they want to fuck because mm-hmm. she knows they're acting ridiculous because mm-hmm. i don't know if you like notice but like in the series after uh cat finishes sucking dick or having sex she's like uh they're like oh so how was it like is my dick big Blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. And she's like, and she's like, ugh, no. And she's actually destroying their ego because she gets off of that. So yeah, in that sense, I would say that yeah, you're true. Like, cat is not dumb, but I still think that it's like sad in the sense that, in my view of like, uh, and what I and what I think about sex, I really like. I feel like the satisfaction um factor like for both parts is a big thing you know but when it comes to satisfaction that's when it can get really debatable because um i don't think the type of physical satisfaction i think that it is not the it's not the focus on her storyline for a reason when you think about it um the female that we were talking about, the one who thoughts out, nonetheless, whether she's aware of it or not, we've already established before that that doesn't mean that she is sexually liberated for the fact that um, she, her sexuality is inherently oppressed by the hypersexualization of her actions you know what i mean mm-hmm. she can feel free because she comes every time and because she does it when she wants it and however she wants it and as much as with she wants it with whoever she wants to but at the end of the day she's the hoe because she lives in a patriarchal society and there is some form of reign entitlement of male entitlement Mm-hmm. In this case, it's hypersexualization of the female form that reigns over her body. Do you know what I mean? Okay, but I feel is so- she is this woman is this woman more sexually liberated just because she comes every time than someone like Cat who might not get pleasure from it, but um, is in control in the sense that she um, is aware of the male entitlement. Hmm. 
I don't know. Do you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I know. I I know what you mean, but I don't know how to answer that question. Because the other woman, the other woman can be. We can see her. We can say that she's naive in the sense that she thinks she's completely sexually liberated, and she's not. Because at the end of the day, she's hypersexualized. While Scat, she might even be hypersexualized, but she knows it. And that is important. You need to be aware of your oppression of the hypersexualization because you're living in a society where you might not get the job depending on what it is that you're wearing, you know? So it does matter. Overall, the concept of being so sexually liberated, at least in my head, is just the fact of you doing whatever feels comfortable for you sex wise. So if you want to be a prudish about it and be like conservative and maybe not uh, be very, very sexual active, that's good for you. And if you want to do the opposite, it's fine too. So in that sense, for example, you're ruining the concept by saying, Oh, because I fuck this type, this, these, these many guys, I'm sexually liberated. Like just by saying the term, it's mm-hmm. like, no, you, you, you didn't get the point. Like the point is just you living your life the way you want to not mm-hmm. putting like titles on it. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess you're right in the sense that, um, the point is not, we cannot, um, we can't police other people's, we can't police other women's feminism. We can't police their own experience and, um, their own sexual experience and we definitely as we definitely can't interpret it for them the point wouldn't be to measure a woman's sexual sexual liberation i think that's where the conversation went wrong but what we're highlighting is um the danger of not being aware of your own oppression you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can feel you're with you're more than within your right to feel like that is sexual liberation to you, mm-hmm. but it's dangerous for you to think that um, to dismiss the presence of male entitlement in the process. I think that's what it should come down to. I get it. Oh, we we came to a conclusion that I didn't even expect. I would not even seen it like that, Anella. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really had not seen it like that because at one point I was just looking at it from um, who is sexually liberated and who is not, or can we ever be sexually liberated? But we do need to allow space for... Um, individuality and enough independence for women to be able to um, establish that for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do think that it it is important um, for so many reasons. Like a lot of women don't know what sexual liberation is, even if they could find that they have def- de- that they could have different definitions of that in their lives or women find sexual liberation in different ways in their lives a lot of women aren't familiar with that you know what i mean um there's also the point that how sexually liberated you are is a reflection of um it's a reflection of 
how free you are just in general. It's a reflection of how free we are as women. And it also, I think, is relevant when it comes down to serious topics like Me Too. You know what I mean? It kind of transcends into a lot of areas in our lives. So I do think that everyone has the right to own it like they want to, and it's nobody's business, but there does need to be um, a wokeness. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. also you might think that you're sexually liberated and um, you're not as sexually liberated as you could feel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you might just not even know what it is. So I think that there is an importance to it, even though I don't see a necessity um, for us to be policing each other's sexual liberation or um, competing, mm-hmm. <laughs> competing with each other's sexual liberation. That's all the patriarchy wants. What do you feel about women who post like pictures of themselves in lingerie? and et cetera, on social media? Like, do you think that they do that because they crave attention or because, I don't know, they just, like, like want to post their pictures and go? Because a lot of men feel like they just do that. Like, men, like, a lot of men say, oh, they just do that because they want attention. Like, it's not even that intimate anymore. Like, uh, 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 it used to be, like, you used to, you, you needed to work hard in order to see a woman like that. Now you just go on the gram or on Twitter and you see pictures of women like that and blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you feel about these statements? Men, men aren't a part of our conversation right now for a reason. Listen, to have a conversation with them, you would have to break it down. And basically, I'm not, I'm not a, a kindergarten teacher. Listen, um, men are not a fraction of our conversation right now. But what I can say is where we go wrong as women is exactly what we were talking about. There's no need for us to... Um, there's no way for us to like try and interpret each other's sexual liberation or um, defy each other's sexual liberation so aggressively. You know what I mean? How can I know? How can I think anything of this woman um, if I don't know her? And women do it for different reasons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously, inherently, there is um, there's an aspect of social media that is um, searching for validation inherently, whether you like it or not. But when you think about it, we all care about what people think, period. Like we all do and we all try to control the way that we're seen by people, mm-hmm. not even just in social media, but life in general. Nobody can say that they don't. Um But remember how we also said that um, Maddie or Kat are the characters of Euphoria are within their rights to earn a feeling of sexual liberation and power through that. And we see that unhealthy competition or unhealthy 
um, judgment amongst women and like slut shaming. Um, so what do I feel about slut shaming? I feel like women are the biggest perpetrators of like slut shaming, but because we're still even woke women, like even, even people, even women that are aware that these are bad things that we shouldn't judge others, especially, especially not women and blah, blah, blah. But we're still in reality dealing with internalized ideas um that was that were given by the the patriarchy like we're still dealing yes. with that idea that oh for example if i do this and that i'm a hoe if i dress like that it's bad i'm too sexual i'm a hoe uh it's better if i do this and that so that i can be seen as the good girl and blah 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 so i feel like that's the reason why we have internalized, um, uh, how do we say machismo in English? Misogyny. Yeah, we still, we, we're still dealing with a lot of internalized misogyny. And I feel like even with uh, women who know their shit about these, these topics, sometimes we, like when you speak about something or even of, of a precise woman, let's say, we tend to forget that we know that that's a bad thing. Like, for example, you, we tend to forget, like, for example, in Angola, we have the word asanyada mm-hmm. to say that, oh, she's, asanyada is, like, promiscuous. It's, like, um, she's too feisty. Not not fa- feisty, it's, like, sassy. Uh, she's too, uh, um, how do I say atrevida? Naughty. Naughty, yes, exactly. Oh, that <laughs> All of that. The word, asanyada, the word asanyada refers to being naughty, refers to maybe being promiscuous, refers to you just basically maybe having confidence in other shit, but yeah. So that's like a bad word. Like you say, oh, sometimes you could say, oh, like this girl, she's too asanyada and blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's not even just that. But in that moment, you forgot. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, what do you think about what I just said? What I think is that we need to be consistent in what we preach. It's very cute for us to be freeing the nipple and doing that type of feminism. It's very cute um to hashtag me too but we need to accept the fact that there's a lot that um we're not ready to be feminist about like if you happen to see (laughs) if you happen to see a woman at let's say at the beach and she's embracing she's fully embracing the my body my rules um hair freedom situation movement and you feel some type of way, then you need you have some work that you need to do on yourself because you cannot you cannot um, judge the next bitch, slut shame the next bitch, and then um, be a feminist. Even though I don't agree with us policing each other's feminism, and no, not all feminists need to be bold. And not all feminists have to hate men or hate pink. There needs to be consistency in what we preach. I don't think that we can 
choose to be fem- feminist only when it caters to us. So then imagine a situation where, for example, yes, you're in a relationship, you have a boyfriend, uh, you know that this girl is making mad advances to him, coming up to him sexually and shit because she she wants to fuck him. She wants to engage in sexual relationships with your boyfriend. <laughs> and then, and, uh, imagine, <laughs> imagine that you guys are at a party and then she comes up. And she sees that you're right next to her. You're, you're holding hands with your boyfriend. And she comes and she's like, oh, hi. She's like touching him, touching his face, blah, blah, looking at him a certain type of way while you're there. So she's totally disrespecting you. And you're in your head. You're like, why is this girl like that? And blah, blah, blah. So my question was, in regards to all of that slut shaming thing and blah, 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 when do we owe women who act like that accountable for their behavior, knowing that it's bad because it's not because we're women and that we need to stick with each other and that we can't be out here speaking badly about another, that we can't like, um, tell the truth the way it is and, um, correct a person when they have to be corrected. Because at the end of the day, that's just like, respect and like like normal behavior like do you understand the question i'm making now with the concept i I gave i get it i just think it's so ghetto to go up to a bitch (laughs) and 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 try to argue with her no i'm not saying you You try to argue with her but like you you in your head you're like but you in your head, you're like, you're not going to tell her anything because as I said, you don't, she doesn't owe you shit, but it's like, you're there. You're not going to do anything. You, the boyfriend is the one who needs to act accordingly because you're there. And not just because you're there, just because he's the boyfriend. And he needs to say like, yo, stop. I love my girlfriend. I'm not interested. Bye. You see, but like in your own head, like Nisa, if it was you, like, wouldn't you be thinking, like, how can she act like that? Like, doesn't she have respect? Blah, 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 blah. To what extent do we go, do, 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 like, to what extent do we, like, actually owe people who act like that, whether it's a man or a woman? Um, <laughs> to uh, what extent? To what extent? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, you're actually gonna kill me, like. <laughs> Like I feel like, like they should act like this should be responsible. I get you. Like, oh, I, Ornella is pressed. Listen, <laughs> baby girl, <laughs> baby girl. The way I feel about it, the way I feel about it is, she's only disrespecting me if I allow her to. You know what I mean? Because the way I see it, baby girl, you're disrespecting yourself. You are acting a fool. You're yeah, acting but you, out, you're being and you need to sit down. Correct on God. When the do whole... you have a right to be like? When do you have a right to be like? Okay, I'm addressing you, woman to woman. Why are you trying to bring me down? And yes, knowing that, exactly. This, knowing that this would hurt me. Knowing that this is my man, and we're supposed to be empowering each other. But all you want to do, all you want to do, is disrespect me. Is what you say. <laughs> <laughs> so ghetto <laughs> the ghetto the ghetto child could never be me that could never be me but i'm not even saying that i would have a conversation but you are like, 
No. That you are. You're saying that you would want to. And it's okay. It's okay. This is a judgment-free zone. Let's talk about it. When do you get to do that? Never. You can... <laughs> bro. <laughs> honestly, we do not We do not recommend... We don't <laughs> condemn this type of behavior, but we don't recommend it. Um, because that would be so ghetto. Why would you... That is so... It's like me, it's like me, Nisia. I know you have a boyfriend. I hit your I hit on your boyfriend all the fucking time. You think that you're gonna step up to me and say, Ornella? <laughs> Why are you texting my men? <laughs> That's rude as fuck. That's anti-feminist, don't you know? We're supposed to be we're supposed to be leaning leaning in. We're supposed to be exactly. Bitch, why are you not leaning in? Why are you not leaning in? By me knowing that you have a man and me going after him, I don't give a fuck about you as a person, Nisia. I just want your boyfriend. So it's like you're never gonna come up to me and actually tell me, "Oh, I see what you're doing," and blah blah blah. Because at the end of the day, you, you, the it's like with your boyfriend that. He's the one who needs to deal with you. You shouldn't even be like trying to right. talk to me or anything. But it's like, when I feel do like- we, when do we, when do you, it becomes a <laughs> girl. It's like, when, uh, when is I, it okay? Uh, when is it okay to have that conversation to confront the other woman about her trifling ass behaviors? Here's the thing. I feel like you I feel like if you want to be a feminist about it, mm. you wanna be you wanna be a feminist a feminist about it, you wanna be a lady about it, then as long as the conversation doesn't come to you um implying that this woman is a slut or trying to degrade this woman you know just because or trying to disrespect her back basically mm-hmm. then i feel like you can always have this conversation can we say that sometimes feminism makes us like for uh makes us forget that uh makes us forget that sometimes people should be corrected when they act like in the wrong way like people or i mean women when they this do. is not. This is a, not a matter of feminism. This is a matter of this being a just a disrespectful, a, a trifling ass human being. You know what I mean? Hmm. Why does it that when you're talking about a woman arguing with another woman, it's automatically like a cat fight? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This isn't even a feminism thing in my eyes. That is a conversation for another day. We've talked about so many things in this episode. And I think we should just leave it at that. I think this needs a part two and a part three. Uh Uh-huh, honey.